Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode 75. Today's episode is actually pretty special because it's my birthday. <laughs> well, technically, yesterday, March 6th was my birthday. My podcasts launch on Monday, so today's Monday, March 7th. So it's not my birthday anymore, but this is definitely my birthday episode. And I'm so excited to be able to celebrate my birthday with all of my podcast family here at Look on the Bright Side. I hope that you all had an amazing Sunday because I did, because it was my birthday. And I hope that you all have an amazing week and I hope you love March, I love March. Just so you know, If you ever are in the mood to get me something for my birthday, I'm not telling you you have to get me something for my birthday. There are two things I would really appreciate, okay? The first thing is I would love, 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 love if you could, one, become a patron. If you want to give me a gift of any kind, instead of giving me the gift of, you know, some type of materialistic thing, I would love if you could become a patron today. And you can become a patron for as little as $5.00. If you have $5 and you want to give me a $5 birthday gift, right? Some people love to give Starbucks gift cards or they like to give um, gift cards for uh, Amazon or Uber Eats. So if you were thinking about giving me a $10 Starbucks gift card, I would actually prefer if instead you become a $10 patron and support me for a month or as many months as you can. If you were thinking, I got $5, Janelle, that's all I have, I would love if you could become a $5 patron for just $5, you can support this show to keep it going. And if you have a little bit more than that, maybe you have a little bit more money, a little bit more dough, maybe you got your income taxes, I don't know what it is. Maybe you just love me and you wanna gift me something even better. You can become a patron um, at the angel level for $20 or at the VIP level for $50. I would appreciate that. Now, if you don't wanna become a patron, I don't know why you would listen to this podcast and not wanna become a patron, but let's just say you don't want to. If you don't wanna become a patron, but you still want to get me a birthday gift you can do so by purchasing a audible gift card you can buy someone like one book on audible or you can buy more than one book i love audible and i purchase a lot of books on audible and even though i've had an audible membership for a long time since like 2017 i sometimes need more credits than the one credit a month so Having those Audible credits, I get them for my birthday and also from friends and family for Christmas. It really allows me to get more books than the one book a month because if you're a book lover like I am, then you don't really just need one book. Okay, I've taken up too much of your time talking about what you can buy me for my birthday. (laughs) I know y'all are like, she's really pushing this birthday gift. Well, listen, you guys, becoming a patron is important to me. You guys keep this podcast going, right? My sponsors keep it going. The patrons keep it going. And and everyone else gets to listen. So um, yeah, let's get into the intro and then I'll come back and I'll tell you about what we're getting into. I'm Janelle B. Stewart, and I love to laugh, dance, and travel, but what I do best is talk. I'm here using my gift to inspire and empower you to live a life filled with positivity and abundance. Welcome to the Look on the Bright Side podcast. This 
This episode is brought to you by Jesse Monroe Nail Care. Jesse Monroe Nail Care is a black woman-owned business offering vegan nail polishes that all can wear. There are so many beautiful, vibrant, highly pigmented colors for you to choose from. I have so many of their polishes in my collection, so let me help you out by giving you three of my favorite colors. First is Come Through, next is Polar Bear, and last is Keep It Mellow. Go and check out jessiemonroenailcare.com and use code BRIGHTSIDE20 to save 20% on your entire order, excluding bundles. Okay, now that we've got the intros and some of the sponsor stuff out of the way, today's episode is actually an Instagram live that I did on my Instagram page a couple months ago. I went on to a clubhouse room and I had a very emotional breakdown about my past and it triggered some emotions that I didn't even realize were there and I decided that I was going to go on Instagram and have a similar conversation with my audience because that was not a clubhouse room that was my audience. It was just... um, you know, it was clubhouse people. So I had this chat on with my audience and today you're going to hear that conversation. So in this recording, in the next part of the podcast, you may hear me talk to people that were there on live. I did try to remove most of it, especially some like of the some of the greetings and things like that. But the parts that I kept in, I feel add a lot of context to the discussion. Okay, so let's get into the episode. And I'm going to be here really, really quickly. So we're not going to be here too long. I am coming on live today to have a discussion about the number one reason um, you will quit. And this video is a part of my after office hour series that I haven't made um, a video about this in a while. I think I don't believe I've done this since... um, maybe the summer. Um, So just to give you a brief overview of what my After Office Hours series is, it is um, a series where I come on here live uh, talking about something that I've experienced during a coaching session during the week. And so today's conversation comes from my group coaching session. Um, I have a small group of women, four women that I'm working with to create their online course. And this group of women and I met yesterday. We meet um, every other week and we're working on their course. And so when I met with them yesterday, we were talking about setting their income goals and we were using um, the formula that allows us to start to set premium pricing. Um, The reason why I'm having this conversation today is because Part of what I do in the exercise when we're setting the price for the pro for their courses is I ask them, well, what are you going to do with the money um, when you have when you reach this goal and you sell this amount of month courses? What are you going to do? What is going to be the thing that you do with the income you make? Um, And I also ask them, you know, why is this important to you? Why is reaching this goal important to you? Why is selling your online course important to you? Why, 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 why? And I asked them this question over and over. Um, I was in a clubhouse room with one of my Content Confident members. She runs a clubhouse room. Her name is Dr. Michelle and um, her Instagram is 
the negotiate uh, negotiator's way. She talks about negotiation and um, asking for what you're worth. And she talks about a lot of things. I was in the room and we had done the, a very similar exercise where they ask you why, why, why? Um, and I got really emotional in that room uh, to the point where I literally on Clubhouse was crying and I was having this moment where I was um, really going into the why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I ask my clients this all the time and usually people have very, uh, very simple uh, surface level reasons as to why it is that they have decided that they're going to build their brand and so on. And so some of the things that came up in the in the session when I asked them, why are you doing this? What are you going to do with the money? Was they want to pay off debt? Um, another response was I um, want to uh, reinvest in my business by purchasing some new equipment. It was a camera. And then another one said that she wants to be able to take a trip that she promised her daughter um, from the age of seven and her daughter's about to graduate high school. And I was like, this is amazing. Like you guys have some really good reasons as to what you want to do with the money. But once you buy the camera, once you pay off the debt, once you book the trip and you go on the trip, then what? What is going to keep you motivated to keep working at building your brand and selling your course? And so I want all of you to think about this as you're starting your influencer brand. What is your why? Why are you doing this? And what's keeping you motivated? Because the reason that people quit and they start growing their influencer brand and then they quickly quit is because there's not enough in it to stay the long haul. When it gets challenging, when um, it gets too difficult, when they're not seeing the growth that they expected, when they're not seeing the income that they expected, they're ready to jump ship because it's not working. Um, and my why is very, very different and it's very, very clear. So when I talk about my why and why I'm doing what I'm doing, on the surface level, the very basic surface level, why do I sell my product? Um, why is it important to me to grow my membership? Obviously, because I want to have an income, right? I want to have an income. I'm self-employed. This is a way for me to have an income. But when we take it down another level, um, why am I choosing to start this type of business and have an income in this way, right? Like I could just do a lot of other things. I could go back to work. I am very employable. I have a bachelor's degree and I have a master's degree. I have lots of years of experience in social media marketing, and that's a new industry that didn't even exist when I was in college. I am very employable. I could work for anybody's company right now and grow their Instagram. I could grow their podcast. I could publish, produce, write, I could do all of this for YouTube. I could do all of this for blogs. I could work at a company like Facebook, right? I could work for Facebook. I have friends that do what I do and work for Facebook. I could get a job at Facebook. I could get a job at any tech company. I am very employable. So why do I decide to do this and have all this workload? Well, because outside of just wanting to make money, there are other things that are important to me. And I would say for starters, all of you are really important to me. I want to be for you who I needed when I was starting and I didn't have anybody that was there to give me any support and to show me the ropes, right? When I started my YouTube channel, 
I had no guidance as to how many videos should I be making? What should I be doing with my editing? Niching down, starting a brand. Like I had none of that information. I wasn't monetized, didn't even think I should have been, didn't see the value in doing it because I was basically having fun and I had no one there to support me. Even though I knew other YouTubers, they didn't know enough about what they were doing um, from hobby to business to even support someone to say, this is what I'm doing, this is what works. We could all just share like what we were doing. I'm gonna come up with the video about this. I'm gonna come up with the video about that. But to actually build a business, there was no one that I could talk to or ask about this kind of stuff. And I struggled through it, figuring it out on my own. So I wanna be for you who I needed when I was starting. I want someone to say, girl, start your blog, right? You need to start the blog. I want someone to say, oh, you're trying to get brand partnerships. Do you know that if you have a YouTube channel and social media, you'll be able to get those brand partnerships? I wanna be able to tell you, you don't even need brand partnerships to get paid. Like, I didn't have anyone in my ear telling me this and advising me on this. I'm waiting for the next brand partnership because that's what I think I have to do to make money. But I've been telling you guys, you don't have to wait for them to be monetized. Sell your own thing. Make your own thing. Start a platform where people can invest in you. You don't have to wait for them to get paid. Your value is not built into numbers. So that's another level of, yeah, I want to make money, right? Duh, I'm a business. But... Why else, right? I didn't have anyone there for me. Now, if we go down lower. Well, 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 we got to take a commercial break, y'all. But I am getting into some deeper levels about my why. When we return from this short commercial break, I'm going to continue breaking down the layers of my why. We'll be right back. I'm Janelle B. Stewart, and you're listening to the Look on the Bright Side podcast. This episode of the Look on the Bright Side podcast is sponsored by Mama Rise Up. Mama Rise Up is a black woman-owned online stationery company that is dedicated to encourage society to help lift up moms during the toughest times of motherhood with their stationery products. Their products can be treasured by you or given as a gift to a mother. Whether you're a mother or a supporter of one, please visit their shop to browse their heartfelt empowering collection designed exclusively for moms to find their strength. Their products include greeting cards and their signature peel and stick affirmation notepad that contains 50 different affirmations to help put a smile on a mom's face. These gifts are perfect for a baby shower, Mother's Day, or a just because she's amazing gift. And when you shop at MamaRiseUpShop.com, proceeds of each sale goes towards the fight against maternal health because they strongly believe all women should have the same care when giving birth. Use code BRIGHTSIDE20 to get 20% off your purchase today. Visit MamaRiseUpShop.com to purchase a beautiful gift for a beautiful mom in your life. If you're a book lover like I am, you probably have a pile of books on your bookshelf collecting dust. I mean, I want to read them, but I'm just too busy. Well, I found a way to read books without actually reading them. It's not magic. It's called Audible. Audible is a membership service that provides customers with the world's largest selection of audiobooks, as well as podcasts, exclusive originals, and more. 
I opened my Audible account in 2017, and since then, I've listened to almost 200 audiobooks. Most of the books I listen to are by Black authors such as Carl Weber, Christina C. Jones, Tiffany Haddish, Gabrielle Union, First Lady Michelle Obama, Francesca Ramsey, Taraji P. Hempson, Jennifer Lewis, and Elaine Welteroth. But I also really love a romance novel, honey. I also love business and self-help books. Getting an Audible membership is one of the best decisions I ever made because I can listen to audiobooks while I carpool my kids or make dinner, do the laundry, watch my kids at their extracurricular activities, or while I'm getting work done in my office. Every month I get one Audible credit to pick any title I want and I get to keep it forever, even if I cancel, which I never will. Plus, I get to select two Audible originals from the monthly selection. I can listen to podcasts, access daily news digest, and listen to some guided meditation if I wanna get my zen on. You have to try out Audible. And you can even try it out for 30 days free, seriously free. When you visit audibletrial.com slash Janelle B. Stewart, you'll get one credit to get any title and you can access all the features that I have for free. If you're not sure what to get with your first credit, I highly recommend you get Will by Will Smith. You will love it. He reads it the best I've ever seen anyone read an audiobook. Visit audibletrial.com slash Janelle B. Stewart. The link is in my show notes. And let's start reading, or shall I say listening. <laughs> hey, loves. Welcome back to the Look on the Bright Side podcast. I'm Janelle B. Stewart. Before the commercial break, I was explaining how it was really important to me to be able to support my audience in knowing that they don't need to wait for brand partnerships in order to get paid because that was a mistake that I made. Now, I'm gonna continue on going down a deeper level of my why. But we're gonna start with a comment from one of the persons listening to me on my live, and then we'll jump into the next part. Katina says, I'm so glad you quit and decided to invest in your skills and knowledge into someone like me. You are the best. Katina, I love you. Um, when I think about what else below, the fact that I am looking to um, obviously help a community of people, why why is that so so important to me? Like, why does it why do I care about y'all that much? Like, what is what is really going on here, Janelle? Why do you care about us this much? Okay. Do you care about us this much because you want us to just buy your program? No, absolutely not. That is not why, because my why at the top is clearly I want to make money, okay? If you don't want to join Content Confident or hire me for coaching, no problem. I still want to help you. But why is that so important to me? So we're coming down another layer. I think we're on layer number three. So money, be the person that I needed when I was there for you. And then what comes before that? Well, if I get this business growing the way that I want it to grow, I will be able to afford a lifestyle that I never had growing up, right? I grew up in poverty and I don't usually talk about my story in this way because I never felt like I was poor, but I grew up in the projects. I lived on Staten Island with my dad 
We lived in an apartment building in the projects. It was definitely the projects. If you are familiar with Staten Island, we lived in Park Hill. I lived in 55 Bowen Street, apartment 203. We had roaches and mice. <laughs> the heat is on too high all seasons of the year. And people doing drugs in the elevator, people having um, inappropriate relationships in the staircase, people pissing and smoking and doing drugs in the staircase on, and on the roof, um, people having uh, relationships with young girls that they shouldn't have been having. I mean, a lot of people was doing that, but I grew up in the hood, okay? So I grew up in, in at a time, I, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in 1985 and I grew up at a time where being an entrepreneur wasn't something that we talked about or thought about. And now it's 2022, right? I started my brand in 2010, but I started coaching people in 2018. And do you know, there's still so many of us that in our communities, we don't know that entrepreneurship is a thing. We don't know that it's possible because we're not a computer scientist or in IT or doing tech where we can go and get a job at a high uh, prestigious company where we're doing um, coding and computer developing. We don't know that there's jobs. We don't, some of you don't have degrees and degrees and degrees and degrees to go into a finance career where you can make all kinds of money doing that. People don't know that they can be entrepreneurs even today. They don't know that they can. When I tell people that I started a business because I was talking about my hair, my freaking hair, and I'm not a cosmetologist, like what? Like what? <laughs> How does that work? Because it is possible. And so when I say like the third level down of my why, it's because I know that so many more people in our community could do this. If more of our children and their children recognize that they are able to part to um, embark on an entrepreneurship journey, and it's real. It's a real reality, and it's possible. They will do it. Why? Because representation matters. Some of you see me, and you're like, "I could do it," because Janelle did. Yes, and my daughter and my son. They will see that they can do this because I did it, and your daughters and your sons. They will see it because you did it. But we sometimes have to see examples of what this could look like in order for us to be able to actually see it through. So if I go down another layer, right? Hey, Bella. Hey, Odessa. Um, if I go down another layer, right? Why else am I doing it? So now I'm on the fourth layer. I want to be able to have the give my children the life that I didn't have. And this is what I mean. I was a lock key kid, okay? I was in the first grade, y'all. And these are things that I talked about in my coaching session last night with my um, clients who I'm helping them build their course, just in case you walked in and you're like, what are we talking about? I'm talking about, a, this is an after office hours. And this is when I come and I talk about something that happened in um, my coaching session. And so in my Create Your First Course coaching session, this we were talking about why are you doing this? Why do you wanna make a course? Why do you wanna reach that goal? And once they told me what they wanted to do, it was like, I wanna buy a new camera, I wanna take a trip, and I wanna pay off debt. But once that's done, because they will be successful, what's keeping you going? Like, what's gonna make you go as hard as you did this go round with that goal in mind? 
the next time when that goal is not there anymore because it's too surface, right? It's too surface. We didn't get down and do the inner work. And so their homework assignment was to write a journal entry about why. And I shared with them my why. If you're just coming in, the top level of my why is simply, I want to make money. I sell my programs and my memberships and I offer myself for coaching because I want to make money. It's that simple, okay? But underneath that is me being the person I needed for you when I started because I didn't have any direction as to how to actually make a business out of being an influencer. I was waiting for brand partnerships and I, that's what I thought I had to do. So I'm trying to show y'all, you don't have to. And then the third level down, I'm, I, I come from poverty and I never wanna be back there. I grew up in projects, legit projects. And it is what it is. My parents are immigrants. My dad and my mom, both from Africa, came to this country as uh, refugees. They now, my mom, my, my dad has since passed. My mom has her citizenship, but they worked hard. So let's go down one more level, fourth level. Why do I want to do this? Well, I want to give my children the life that I didn't have. And I was about to share with you the story that I shared with them. I was a lock key kid. I would wake up in the morning in the first grade. How old were you in the first grade? Six, seven, maybe five going on six, six going on seven. I believe I was six. I would wake up in the morning and guess who was there to get me ready for school? No one. Why? Because my mom, single mom, was at work. She had to go to work. She had to be there before I had to be at school. So I'm waking up, getting myself ready for school. My mom's not there to do my hair. She's not there to help me get dressed. She's not there to fix me breakfast. She's not there to take me to school. I had to walk myself to school. And my school wasn't just down the road. I mean, anything could have happened to me. Many days I was showing up for school late because I wasn't waking up. There's nobody to wake me up. My mom would call and call and call. And finally I get up and I was taking care of myself in the morning. And guess who was there when I got home? No one. My mom had to go to work or she was still, excuse me, she was still at work. There was no one. I was by myself until she come home. I would make myself something to eat. <laughs> I would put hot dogs in the microwave, warm them up for 30, 40 seconds and just eat them one by one, a whole pack, <laughs> all eight. <laughs> Cause I had no supervision. I was by myself. So my why goes deeper. I want to be able to be here for my kids. And guess what? There's not one day that I've never been home since my kids were born. My son was the motivation for me to figure out how to stay home with him after maternity leave. I went back from maternity leave three months after he was born, like everybody else. Two months later, I was home full time. Two months later, I was home full time. And I've been home full time ever since. Ever since. Ever since. Kalina says we grew up the same. Girl. That's that's our story, Kalina. That's why your um, nail polish brand is going to be successful because you know you can't go back to that life, right? You can't go back to that life. Katina says, same story. Wow, from the age of six. Yes, we can't go back there. So why do I go so hard 
is because I am now in a situation where I am able to raise my babies. I'm home for them every single day. There's not a day that they come home and I'm not here unless I have another obligation, but I'm allowed to not be home every day. I get them ready for school. I help them get ready for school. I make their lunches. I feed them breakfast. I can pick them up. I can do their homework with them. I can um, give them kisses and hugs before they go. I can put cute little notes in their lunch boxes before they leave. I can review my daughter's spelling words with her before she goes to school so she can get 100 on her test, which she does every single week. I can make sure that I'm home to tutor my son so he can get the help he needs with his math. I can take them to and from extracurricular activities because I started my own business and I can set my hours and I can do what I want to do. So my why goes deeper. And that's the number one reason why I will never quit. Because I can't go back to that. And the reason why you will quit is because you don't know why you're doing this. You are not committed to this. Oh, I know why you're doing it. Because you see other people doing it and it looks fun. It would be so much fun if I could get someone to send me a product. I mean, I could just use that product. I'll talk about it every day. Well, if that's the only reason why you're doing it, when the brand partnerships finally do come in, if they ever should, you're going to be so disinterested about them. Because in any career, no matter what it is, there's pros and there's cons. If you listen to my podcast, the Look on the Bright Side podcast, I'm putting up an ep- that episode is where I'm talking about the truth about being an influencer. And in that video, I mean, in that podcast, episode 69, the truth about being an influencer. And in that episode, I talk about how there's so many cons that people don't think about. But in any profession, there's cons. There's cons in every profession. So what you see, right, um, is one thing. And what you go through is another thing. I want to make sure that people understand that there are things that go along with the job. Um, So... The number one reason why you're going to quit is because for you, you're not in it for the right reasons. You want to get something fancy and shiny and you don't know what you're really doing here. So you have to think beyond this level. And I encourage all of you, tell me why. If you know, tell me why. If you're here and you can type in why you want to do what you want to do and then ask you, type that in and then ask yourself again, why? Why do I want to do that? Why is that important? And ask yourself again, why and why and why and why? Keep asking yourself why until it hurts and you're doing what I did in that clubhouse room with my coach, with my content confident member, Dr. Michelle, where you're literally in tears because that's what happened. I literally got to the point of tears because I was telling her this story that I I know my why, but I don't always talk about that publicly. And it brought tears to my eye. I think the exact phrase that brought tears to my eyes in that clubhouse room was when I said I was all alone and my mom wasn't even there to do my hair. And then it the the floodgates opened up. I couldn't keep it together. I'm on clubhouse, all these people listening to me. And I'm like... That is something that I would, I will never forget. I will never forget that. And it didn't stop like in the first grade. My mom worked so hard. My mom worked so hard. 
so hard. And guess what? I was in a position that I could bring my mom and my stepfather from where they are living to live with us and they are going to be able to enjoy their retirement. That's what my persistence has done. That's what it has done. Every month is not a great month financially when you are an influencer. It's not. It's not. Every month is not a good month. But when you do do well and you add value to people's lives, it will it will reap the reward and you'll be in it for the long haul. Let me see what some of you are sharing. Um, Karina says, I want to always be available for my two kids who have autism. Why? Why do you want to always be available for them? Even if something seems obvious when the person asks why, you tell your story. Um, to have the financial freedom, why? Why do you want financial freedom? Naturally, KD, pay off debt first and then give my kids a lifestyle where we don't struggle and live paycheck to paycheck and create generational wealth. Okay, why? Why is that? Why is that what you want to do? I know that you might be like, well, obviously these are good reasons, but why? Why do you, why do you want to do these things? Why is that important to you? Jesse Monroe Nail Care says, look at God, blessings come and come. Look at God, blessings come with hard work. Yes. Karina says to her question, to her, to her um, reasoning behind wanting to be available for her two kids with autism. She says, because my mother was not there for me when I needed her. Yeah. See? And so why do you feel like because your mother was not there for you when you needed her, that you have to be there for your kids? My mom wasn't home and I, I was fine. I was fine. She couldn't do my hair. She couldn't get me ready for school, but I was fine. Look how I turned out. Look how I turned out. Now I say this lightheartedly because I want you to think about, look how you turned out. Our parents were doing the best they could. Trust and believe that if my mom did not have to leave me at home, she wouldn't have. You know that my mom wouldn't have done that if she could, if she could have avoided it, but she couldn't. She was not a citizen in this country. She was not in a position um, where she could really advocate for herself to get the best job. She didn't feel like she could, right? She couldn't negotiate pay. Who was she to even do that? And she's like, I have this child and I have to go to work for her. And um, I like, I can't stay, right? Um, someone just asked me, are you fine? Yeah. I mean, am I perfect? No, <laughs> but I am blessed and highly favored. What I went through has fueled my passion. It's lit up my hustle. It's ignited my go-getter mentality. So am I perfect? No. Do I have it all together 100%? No. Do I have my days when I'm unhappy? Yes. But I'm more happy than not. <laughs> I am more happy than not. And um, Flexible Soul, who's here right now, Karina, she actually sent me a great message today. You know, not every day do people that come by my, um, who come across my content, take the time to tell me how I've supported them. Not every day people do that. Like I may have supported you 
by inspiring you to do something, but you won't tell me, right? Um, maybe you came to my my IG live this weekend on Sunday because I go live every Sunday. Maybe you came to my IG live and you decided this week that you were going to plan your content for the first time and you decided to do that and then you did it and you felt better, but you don't come back and tell me. I don't always know the consequential effects that I have on people who view me. Right. I don't always know. But she took the time to tell me. She took the time to tell me. So I know. And she told me the impact that I had on her. And it really made me happy. Because as an influencer, sometimes you need to hear that what you're doing is helping. Like I make my content by myself. I put it out. Instagram doesn't show half of you the content that I make. So many people don't see my content anymore. So I don't know if you even get the help that I make for you, right? I make coaching posts all the time, but if you can't see it, and I'm not talking about, oh, a lot of people didn't like, I'm talking about people didn't see it. It didn't reach them. I have 100,000 followers and I have posts that reach 5,000, not even 10%. And like I said, it's not about likes and comments. It's about reach. It didn't reach a lot of people. So 95% of my audience didn't even see it. So when someone comes and says, Janelle, this is the impact that you've had on me. It really makes all of this feel that much better. Um, So she said, Flexible Soul says, I never want them to feel the pain I felt when other kids had their moms at school and mine never came. (gasps) Uh, I can totally relate. I remember having volleyball games and the other moms would travel to the away games and even the in-person games. And my mom, I remember her being able to come to one game and I was so happy because my games were in the evening but my mom would always work a double to make more money and i remember like being so happy and now when my kids have things i'm always there like there's nothing going to not make me be there it, it, i won't go to something if it's happening on the day that my son has a piano recital or a taekwondo competition or if L has a meet like nothing is going to keep me away and I remember the one time when L had a it was her first ever gymnastics meet on the same day that her brother was moving up in taekwondo to a brown belt now because he was in taekwondo since he was three We've spent many years going to his um, his competitions, but going up to a brown belt was the first level in the black belt um, degree or section. All the other belts were like little tiger and the brown belt is the first of three belts. It's the first belt before you get your black belt, which which is the third belt from that, the second, the third belt from that point. So, but it was Elle's first meet in gymnastics. She had joined the team and it was their first meet. And I remember being so distraught, Karina, because 
while I was able to be there for for Elle because it was her first one, I couldn't also be there for Joelle as he was going to this huge step. And it was also in a different environment. Like normally the belt competitions were in their normal dojong. And now it was in a big center with all the Taekwondo students from all over Long Island, New York. I was so distraught when his dad sent me the video or the picture of him doing the things he had to do to get the brown belt and showing me his picture with the brown belt on. I was in pieces. I was in pieces. I couldn't keep it together. I was so upset, but I can't be in two places at once. And he does have two parents. Now, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit more about my backstory. Like I said in the in the recording, I don't really talk about my backstory that much. And so I hope that it also inspired you um, and that some of you found comfort in knowing that we come from a similar place. And for those of you who are in a place like that, maybe right now still, I want you to know that things can change for you. Things can absolutely change for you. And this podcast, Look on the Bright Side podcast, is my gift to you. Even though it's my birthday, this is my gift to you to know that there is a young black girl living in the projects right now and someday things will be different for her. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Now I know you guys are going to have a lot to say about this discussion and I just cannot wait to hear what you say. I'm looking forward to reading your tweets and Instagram posts and IG stories. Be sure to tag me. I'm at Janelle B. Stewart everywhere. If you love this podcast, here's three simple ways you can support it. Leave me a review. It's free and your reviews help to improve my podcast ranking on Apple Podcasts. Next, share this podcast with others. Also free and easy to do with the click of a button on your mobile phone. And lastly, become a patron and support this podcast so that it can continue to grow and help others live more abundantly. With that, I hope you all have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.